Hi, this is James Woodcock for HG Zine, the portable gaming magazine that is free to download from www.gamerzines.com. Today I have with me Toby Allen, who is the assistant producer from Sumo Digital of the new track and field game for the Nintendo DS. So thank you for joining me, Toby. Hey, it's a pleasure, James. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How about yourself? All good. Really, we should have a wander back to the original arcade track and field game where it all began. Maybe you can give us a little history lesson. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, um, the funny thing is that the, the game's actually uh, older than I am, uh, which is kind of nice, uh, in the sense that we, the game is, uh, was released in 1985 on the old arcade machine, which had the what now has become a legend, which is the button bashing. And with that, your aim was to use two buttons to generate speed and one button to perform any sort of action performances that were needed for uh, the various events that you had. Now, the game evolved through various platforms. So it came on NES. There was an Xbox, uh, there was an Xbox Live version just recently. There were some PS versions. Um, and sort of the, there were sort of various iterations of it. Now, what we've sort of looked at is mainly the old original arcade machine, and that's where we've we've sort of based uh, most of our work. But then using, obviously, the rest of the games that had been developed just as a sort of resource of information as to how the various events had been developed, the various control methods, um, and everything else. I mean, we actually have one of the old arcade machines at, at work uh, that Konami provided with us. Um, so, yeah, it's great. It's great stuff. But that's that's sort of the idea uh, and the whole history of, well, the whole set of memories that a lot of people have with track and field is the competition, is the sort of button bashing, it's really sort of that element of seeing who has the best high score and the multiplayer kind of aspect. So now we see the game being released on the Nintendo DS Portable, so can we expect more button bashing or will the stylus be more of a inclusion in the style of gameplay? Well, the the game is based around uh, the stylus and the touchscreen. I mean, the the Nintendo DS is one of the formats that is really uh, capable of, of really developing a game in a variety of different ways. And that comes from the fact that the DS has um, the touchscreen, it has the microphone, it has two screens. Uh, so you can you can really develop a game in a sense that pushes your abilities to do things. In our game specifically, we'll be working mostly with the stylus just in order to generate energy and to sort of have a, a movement within the game which is something that's always been part of track and field it's having that that real sort of frenzy uh, going on and previously it happened with the button bashing and in today's generation of consoles it happens for example with a stylus now we are aware that people will want to have the button bashing capability and the classic konami collection that features track and field the original one does actually have that so we are sort of uh looking at integrating that in some way but that will ke- we're keeping that open until basically the until the game ships um so i say watch that space really yeah so what events are included uh for the events that i can talk about um you can see sort of the normal track and field classic events which are sprinting hurdling javelin and a few other ones now there's a lot of variety of, of events that you can expect. Um, now, obviously, I don't want to give too much away because that's part of the fun of discovering the whole game. But you'll find your usual uh, track and field events, which so you can imagine, you know, the skeet, the discus, that kind of thing. Um, there's a few events that might surprise you. Keep, keep an eye out just on what's going to be released. But you're not going to tell us what to keep an eye on. 
Well, you can imagine. Well, you can imagine through the series that there's been a multitude of, of different events throughout the the track and field games, um, and it pretty much covers the whole of of the Olympics and that kind of style of of uh, of events. So, you it's not too hard to guess which events will uh, will appear. But obviously, we want to you know tease the the players and keep them on their toes. So why the Nintendo DS exclusively? What benefits of this type of game are there for using such a system? I think this is more sort of a, a, des- uh, a question for, for Konami in the sense that they saw the DS a, as a way of uh, utilising a great set of features. We, I mean, coming back to the point, you know, two screens, uh, a touch screen, uh, the microphone, the buttons, the sort of layout, the popularity of the console also makes a big difference. Now, obviously... Uh, track and field is sort of well, originally was a 2D arcade game. It, trans- it transformed into a 3D one in the later versions. Uh, but coming back to that, there's a retro feel that we wanted to maintain, and the DS has that in a world where today's consoles are dominated by next-gen uh, discussions. And when you come down to it, the, the playability of the game, which is a massive concern for us. We're very much aware that the game needs to have a great amount of playability because otherwise it's just not going to work. And for that, we have to retain a bit of uh, retro uh, element to it. And the DS seemed quite suited for that. And with that sort of retro feel, we can expand it through the new technologies and through the various uh, design choices that we make. So how long has this been in development? Um, The game has been in development since... October last year, sometime like that, November, October. This includes prototyping and sort of all the previous discussions that really got going. Um, In terms of core development and production, that's only started sort of very late last year, uh, beginning of this year. And obviously what we showed at Leipzig is only a small part of what's actually already ready for the game. So yeah, there's there's going to be quite a lot of interesting things really. What challenges are there for developers when creating games for a portable gaming system such as this? Well, I think specifically for the DS, there's quite a few challenges in terms of development. Mainly, you're talking about two screens, so that affects your front end. You know, you, you, all your menu system isn't based around a single screen where you can just have pop-ups and everything uh, coming on online. So you have to take that into account. You know, you have to sort of entertain both screens or that kind of juggling of what you want to do with them. Um, on the other aspect, you have the ability to use uh, the various bits such as the, the, the touchscreen or the microphone. Now, you can see games like Nintendogs and other ones have sort of really pushed that by using a multitude or a combination of, of various features on DS. Our aim was to try and do that in order uh, to really sort of give the player something that's going to be fun, challenging. So you might imagine that in our discussions, we've had talks about blowing uh, on the on the DS so that when you're swimming, for example, if you if you had such an event, you could uh, <laughs> blow to breathe, and uh, maybe you could cheer or you could sort of uh, challenge your in multiplayer, you could challenge your other opponents. So there's a, a multitude of different things that you can really use, and that well, it opens a lot of doors in terms of uh, design and gameplay. But at the same time, you have to it's retaining that quality and and the game. It's not because you just you have the stylus that your game's going to be good. 
you have to make it work with it. So there's challenges involved with that. There's challenges with the Nintendo Online kind of thing, with friends and rivals where you have to take that into account. So, yeah, there's a, there's a variety of uh, challenges that are expanded by using a new technology that has such a variety of features. But, again... Just you know, it's it's part of our it's part of our daily work, and uh, we just well try our best to do uh, to utilize those features really. Now, Sumo Digital have also been involved with next generation games, including porting over Virtual Tennis Three for the Xbox 360. So, is it a nice change to be working on something on a maybe uh, I don't want to say smaller scale because that's almost insulting, but at uh, Te- less technologically impressive scale. Well, I think it comes back down to having a great game. Uh, you can have games that play on well, sort of an old system or older graphics and people still love the fact that it's a great game and enjoy the fact that you know it's that kind of thing and they play it for the game they don't a lot of people will just ignore the graphics these days whereas there's the counterpart where if you have that great gameplay and you have those visuals it adds that extra but this is a game for ds so you can expect some great visuals but on a ds kind of style Nintendo has set a precedent for Game Boy games and DS games, which look very nice and look, you know, really cute and lovely for what it's doing. And that's something that we've sort of maintained is to uh, have a Nintendo-esque attitude to the game. And that's really fun to work with. Now, you've already mentioned about you wanting to keep the retro type of styling, but of course, Nintendo DS has a sort of cutesy sort of graphical style that you want to implement. So what can we say we're going to be able to see 3D characters, for example. Yes, I mean, one of the things that we're looking at is um, there is sort of a cute Nintendo style to it, and we wanted to make sure that any of the characters that are in track and field have a lot of personality. So that basically comes through the animation and the models and sort of the look and style of the game. Now, the way without getting into too much uh, development talk, is basically we have 3D characters on a 2D background for the most part, which allows us to have really nice 2D backgrounds with a 3D character doing all the animations, doing all the gameplay, all blended in together, and that looks really nice without compromising any of the performance or having too much of a hit on the size of the, of the game and that kind of thing. Will we see any assets from the original arcade games, such as any sounds or music? Yes, I think it's it wouldn't be uh, too compromising to say so. Yeah, you can expect a, quite a few sounds. There's a few touches here and there where we wanted to include some of the sort of uh, most famous tracks, such as uh, Chariots of Fire. Uh, but we're taking sort of a new twist on it. So whatever old things that we might include, there will be you know some sort of new approach to it, which tries to get it back in spirit and brings it along with a new style. And how about the announcer? I'll leave that as a little surprise. What characters are included in the game, and can you customise them? Yeah, there are quite a lot of characters in the game. Uh, we're talking about roughly, I believe just off the top of my head, uh, 16 plus. That will include a multitude of Konami characters and track and field specific characters. Uh, now, what we've revealed at Leipzig is obviously characters that are such as Sparkster, we have uh, Yoko, we have Oolong, who's a Japanese kind of ancient kung fu master. We have we have a variety of characters, and you can see possibly from some of the screenshots what we have in store. But yeah, they were designed by Udon Entertainment, which 
designed all the Street Fighter stuff. So they're very sort of Japanese manga stylist uh, caricatures, which works well and you know sort of gives a lot of variety for the game. In terms of customization, um, you can expect some customization. The level of which is still being discussed, uh, but you will expect some customization, and that will be sort of bonuses and rewards for playing throughout the game, really. Now, the very important question for anyone who's enjoyed the arcade or maybe the Xbox 360 Live Arcade enhanced version. Yeah. Are there any quirky moments in the game like the original, such as the ability to send a javelin into a bird if you throw it too high? Ah, uh, yes. The good old bonuses from uh, the original, uh, which were a bit loopy and lovely, and everybody loved them, really. Um, yes, there is space for that. Uh what the bonuses are and exactly how they function, that will leave to the player to discover. Obviously, I'm sure this will sort of be discussed quite vividly on the forums because you can expect this to be in. We might have touched on some old ones. We might have created some new ones. Obviously, this comes back to uh, which events and sort of the way we're going to present the events to you. But yeah, it's... Uh, you, can, you will find old bonuses, so there will be quite a lot of quirky moments. Obviously, because it's DS and it's sort of a bit more 3D and uh, because of the art style we've gone with, they'll be a, a bit more developed than the retro arcade machine. But you can expect them to be sort of very much of the same humor and in, in line with that, um, but possibly with a bit of twist from Sumo. Will the game support multiplayer? And if so, what can we expect here? Ah, well, uh, you've touched on a sort of a very good point because this is one of the features that we really sort of want to push on this new version. The team is really full aware of the fact that the old arcade machine had a great sort of sense of multiplayability by the fact that you gathered around the, the old arcade machine, you had two sets of controllers, you rotated, you, you know, you really had that sense of sort of frenzy and competition. So the team's been working on sort of developing new ways of, of uh, using that. But obviously for our specific game. So you can imagine that we have local and multi and internet play. Some specific modes are still to be released and sort of discussed, but there are some the most basic ones will just be normal sort of ranked competitions. Now what we've pushed throughout this game is a real feel of community. And this is why we've sort of decided to go with a whole community website where you'll be able to upload your scores. Um, but at the same time you'll have a sort of in-game ticker tape which is very, well, basically track and field inspired, uh, which will let you know that your friends have signed on or that your friends have tried to compete with your high score and failed or succeeded or that somebody set a, a, a new world record for, uh, say, javelin or, I don't know, uh, swimming events or some shooting events or, you know, who knows what kind of events. Um, <laughs> but you basically, that's the... That, that has a sort of an Xbox Live alert uh, system in it in terms of uh, spirit, and we've incorporated that as a ticker tape system. Now, you'll be able to upload and download scores. You'll be able to put uh, have an online profile. You can just sign in automatically on the on the DS and just sort of be connected and just see what, what your friends are doing, um, if they've tried to beat you or not. And as soon as you've you sort of uh, achieved something, you can go also on the website, you can go onto the forums and boast about it. You can check the latest sort of news or see uh, create specific tournaments that you can participate in. So you might be able to create a few a series of games that include a variety of events of your choosing. And 
really sort of just challenge your friends to, to that. Uh, you can sync scores. You can you'll be able to check out the high scores and stuff. So there's be quite quite a lot of online aspect to it, but it's all linked into the track and field website, which is newinternationaltrackandfield.com or newtrackandfield.com. Either work, and that sort of really pushes the community and multiplayer side, which the team has really been uh, quite excited about we've had in early prototypes some great games where we've just had fun uploading our scores between konami sumo and nintendo and you already have that competitive challenge because your scores pu- publicly available not in this case obviously but you, you can send a message to you know konami and go i've just beat your score or nintendo going yeah you, you know i can't, I don't understand how you managed to get that. You know, you must be like Popeye. So yeah, there's that kind of element to it. So it's it's going to be a good good title for multiplayer. And how many players can be playing in an event at once? That will be limited to four players, um, purely sort of logistics and the amount of connected Nintendo DSs. So when is the game expected to be released? Um, the game is expected to be released in the first quarter of 2008, which sort of it's perfectly cool, really. I mean, the team's working extremely hard to get things cracking along, and you know, we're just pumping out uh, events and just tweaking things, getting things going. We want to make sure that it's polished and tight uh, as as it can be, really, because Track and Field is one of those games which is quite number crunching. So, but obviously, we try and take that away from uh, from the player in the sense that they don't have to deal with all that. They can deal with that on the website where they have a bit more space to see all the high scores. But in terms of just being absolutely precise in terms of uh, the correct angles for long jump or uh, you know the amount of uh, bonuses you get for doing a specific event, really. So you, there's, all, there's a lot of polishing and sort of revision going on, which the team's working hard on doing. So seeing as you've speculated that there might be swimming, does that mean there is swimming? <laughs> well, you know, with speculations and rumours, <laughs> some tend to be true. Um, you could probably expect some water-based events, yeah. Um, oh, events, exactly? plural. So there's maybe more than one. <laughs> well, you never know. If, uh, if you've been a good boy at Christmas, you might know. I'm having to work hard to get the information from you, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, well, unfortunately, it's uh, it's not my call. I'd no. love to reveal and uh, re- uh, say everything, really. Well, thank you very much for your time, Toby. I'm sure we'll look forward to that, as, uh, especially with all the online elements. That's going to add an extra online community, as you say. Well, the, the website's already up and running, so you can already go and check that out. There's a few movies and trailers that we put up from uh, Leipzig and that we've uh, done in sort of in-house. Um, there's screenshots, obviously, of the game, so you can sort of see the visual style of it. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's quite. You can already participate in the forums, just chat. If you've got any questions, you know, quite a few of us at work are actually on the forums, so you can always ask us quite a few questions, see how, see if you get any answer. You know, you might be lucky. You might find out something new about the game <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you any good at the game? Um, I'm not too bad. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'll say that. Uh, but compared to Konami. Uh, we have our producer at Konami is just incredible, but we have some guys on the team that, you know, on specific events, some of the guys on on the team really uh, excel. Um, and obviously, they know the exact angles to hit and that kind of thing, but it doesn't detract from the fact that you still have to scrub on screen and generate that energy, generate the, the speed and have the accuracy to jump at the right moment and the whole timing aspect to it. So the guys really... 
we have we have a lot of practice, but as you can imagine, our sort of arms become a bit tired after a while. It's a it's a great game, and it's already there in terms of the competition, um, just between us. Uh, so it's it's good fun, and I'd say Konami for the moment might be a bit better at it, but wait until our QA guys get on it, and then it'll uh, be a good laugh. Well, thanks again, Toby, and take care of yourself. It's a pleasure, James. Thanks.